Hey, welcome to another episode of TK's A Brigade. I'm your host, TK. And we have been on the Friends series, me and my co-host, Chris, a.k.a. Doughboy. And so, last week we left off, uh, we were getting ready to talk about me and my career at Cluck You Chicken and the bounty hunting. So that's where we're going to pick up from there. Bro, last time we were talking, you brought up uh, the bounty hunting. What the hell do you remember about that? Well, the bounty hunting ties into Cluck You, though. Well, you're right, but we, I'm we just left saying. left off with uh, some Cluck You and bounty hunting. Um, Cluck, hmm. you, you chasing Cluck that you dude, man, that was awesome. I know, and, and it was funny as, yeah, I, I, was ha- I had a friend um, on last week. Um, her name is Tracy Scare. She's a former. Uh, she was a former production manager for Not of This World Clothing, and uh, I'm like reminding her about specific details of our friendship for like the last ten years. And she's like, "Dude, how do you have such a good memory?" I'm like, "I don't know. I just." She's like, "I, I couldn't remember what I put on last week for 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 church, and now you're telling me that you know this like nine years ago. This is what happened." I'm like, "Yeah, you so do have a phenomenal that, memory." Well, I appreciate that, and the fact that you remember. That we chased that dude because the second you said it, it was I like could t- I can take you to the house we chased him to. Oh, I can. Okay, so tell right me about off it. Of, tell uh, me where you right were. Right off a of horse tooth. <laughs> yes. Oh, dude, on the corner. Yep. What were? What was? Was I driving the caddy? You were. Yeah. And you we were didn't we all pile into the caddy? Yeah. And we all piled into it. Yeah. And it was like five thirty in the morning, wasn't it? It was like really it early because we had it was closed. wicked early in the morning. I don't remember. I want to say it was more like maybe three or four. Okay. It was either way. I mean, what's, what's the difference, right? Well, right. I mean, it was super early. Like but I know caught him off guard. The store. We we completely got him out of bed, and I mean, and I think, yeah, bro. So I had been working there at Cluck U. So what was it? That was um, I started working at Cluck U. This is yeah, towards like '98. We moved to Laporte, and I started working at Cluck U like the fall of '98. And that happened, yeah. That happened like towards the end of September '98. So I've been working there like a couple of months, bro. And yeah, you were like, you really didn't have nothing much to do, so you were nothing out. to do. Like you were riding around with me all the time, like delivering uh, yeah. chicken, free chicken, and yeah, driving and, around. And you would, and you would just hang out of you would <laughs> you would just hang out in the uh, in the back. Like in the cooler, um, like not in the cool area, but there was that, there was like that dry storage area. You just kick it, like whatever, like hanging out. Yeah, I got to watch everybody make food. I got to watch people complete challenges, those uh, hot challenges. I remember, I remember that. Oh, the 911. Oh, bro. So do you realize that people had to sign a liable waiver to eat those things? It's crazy. It's, It's crazy. And I bet you it's now, now, it's probably not even that hot. So the, the base of that sauce, it's called oleo resin. And what it is, is an abstract of the habanero pepper. So no, it's not and that hot. So in, in today's hot, like Scoville, if we're going to talk about hot, because that's how you, you rate the Scoville, right? right. So um, I think the ghost pepper is like up over 2 million. So and I so, had a thing coming in the mail and I canceled it because I was like, that's a waste of money, but I should have got it. It's a Scoville chart. Okay. But you hang on the wall. I was going to hang it in my kitchen. Right? Because like um, jalapeno is like, like 10,000 or something. It's not very high. Yeah. So habanero is 100,000 to 350,000. Right. Carolina Reaper is 1.4 million to 2.2 2 million. 
Yeah, I was going to say, like, you get, yeah, it's up there in the millions. And, I mean, you're talking, like, melt your freaking face off. Yeah, they're they're hot. I've had a Car- oh. piece of a Carolina Reaper. They're hot as hell. I had a juice from a, a Carolina Reaper. It just, like, squirted it on my finger. And, bro, that was, but, see, that's the thing, too. And even then, we're, like, working back then, back in 98, working with that hot stuff. Like, to me, it wasn't, personally, it wasn't enjoyable. Like, I like hot food to a point, but when it gets to the point where I'm, like, you know, like, licking my freaking tree out front. Oh, dude, I got to tell you this story about one night there. So, and you might have been there this night. I, I, if, it, if you don't remember this specific story, because I want to get back to the, the um, talking about uh, the bounty hunting morning. But there was a night, there was a morning where this group of fraternity boys came in. You, do, were you there that night? Do you remember this? Uh, continuing on my... I... All right, so it was super early. It was like, and I say super early, like super late for us because we closed at three, but it was like two o'clock in the morning. Like bars were closing. People were getting ready to go home. And that was when we got the most people to come and eat at the at the Cluck U. And for those that don't know what Cluck U Chicken is, it is a chicken joint that was started in uh, South Camden, New Jersey, Came to Colorado, opened a store. Literally, it was a wiener schnitzel that the store in Fort Collins was. So it looked like an A-frame chicken house. Like it was a chicken cluck you, ridiculous like chicken coop. They had one in Boulder right on, right there on I the I sent hill. you a, um, go check your messages really fast on Discord. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I sent you the Where's it at? Where do I, how do I look at it? It's in your message. Messages. Hold on. Let me just see here. Do I go on here? I don't know where. I don't see it anywhere. Okay, messages in the bottom. Is it at the bottom? Mercy. Okay, I'll, I'll look for it here in a minute. Um, I, I see that I have a message, but I don't know how to look it up. Wait, hold on. <laughs> that Dude, that's, that's the chicken, bro. Fuck you, chicken, man. So, okay. So, one night, we get a group of... Um, Extremely drunk fraternity boys come in, and we used to serve those guys all the time. Like, we would take food. Like, I remember so many nights delivering food to the fraternity houses. And I think you, a few times, like, you'd go with me, bro, and like, we'd show up at the house, and you'd have like 10 dudes passed out. Oh, yeah. I'm like, bro, oh, bro, look at these guys, man. And they'd, they'd tip you like 40 bucks because I didn't even know how much money they had in their hand. They're just like, there you go, and give me my food. Guys show up, and there was like, they were like preppy fraternity boys. And one of the guys that was with them was not part of their fraternity, but he was he went to school with them. And so they come in, and the deal was with the the challenge was like technically it didn't cost any money, but if you couldn't finish it, then the wings like the order of six wings was ten bucks a piece, right? So we knew these guys were not going to finish this challenge. It was just the, you could just tell like some people they come in, you're kind of like okay, they might have a shot. These guys no shot. And so we're like, they're, so they're drunk and they're, you know, there's like probably five or six people in the front, like other, you know, customers waiting for their food. And this guy's like, hey, my, my fraternity brothers think they can do your challenge. And I was like, okay, well, how many more are there? He's like, there's four of them. I said, okay, well, the challenge is 10 bucks a piece. If they complete the challenge and they get a t-shirt, they get two free meals, they get their $10 back and they get a, their picture on the flame wall. And they're like, oh, yeah, and they're drunk. Oh, we could do it, you know. And I'm like, yeah, nah, bruh. You ain't going <laughs> to do this. I could just tell, right? 
So the guy pays the money, and he's him and his like he had another buddy with him. It was like the like the the group of nerds, and then you had these really rich preppy fraternity guys. Anyway, so we make the wings, and I remember walking around to the front, and I remember walking into the into the front area of the store, and the one dude he's got literally like the sweater over his shoulders, and he's got the khaki pants, and he's got the 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 penny loafers with no socks. You know what I'm talking about, like that look. Oh yeah. So. I walk up and I'm like, all right, bro, can I just give you a pointer? The best thing to do is to stick the wing in your mouth, pull the meat off of the bone, and then just swallow it. Forget chewing it. Forget thinking about, you know, eating it. Just stick it in your mouth and pull it off. He's like, bruh, I don't know how to eat wings. Don't tell me what to do. And I was like, all right, bro, you're going to eat something right now. He gets down on one knee like he's proposing to this freaking chicken wing, right? Sticks it in his mouth, takes a chunk off of it, looks at the wall, and spits the chunk at the wall. Jumps up, kicks the front door open. Right out the front door, literally lined up with the door, was a big oak tree. Runs out the door and proceeds to start rubbing his tongue on the trunk of the oak tree. Now, the rest of the three kind of look at him like, whoa, dude, serious? But, you know, they don't want to look like pansies, right? So they do the same, you know, they all step up and they, they try each, try a wing. Bro, we had four fraternity boys in the parking lot. One dude had blood running out of his nose. One dude was, because ranch, you know, because of the milk, it helps to soothe, right? That dairy. It does. So, some t- it, well, right. But I'm saying, like, that's supposed to be like, it's, you don't want to drink water when you eat hot stuff. So we're feeding these guys celery and uh, ranch cups. And they're literally drinking the ranch and chomping on celery sticks and like chomping it on, like chomping on it in their mouth and then spitting those chunks all over the parking lot. And the one dude's like bleeding out of his nose because he was coughing so hard that he busted the blood vessels in his nose. And the, the, the two guys that had paid for them to get this, to do this challenge, bro, are holding each other up because they can't, they can't contain their laughter. And bro, I'll tell you, <laughs> I mean, it was, and I mean, they're running, like, it was 15 minutes. And when they were finally done, like, half of them had no shirt on. One dude, I think, like, tied the, his sweater around, like, like his head. And he's like, he's like beet red. The one dude's got blood running down at the front of his, uh, his on his chest. And That's some the dude comes coffee. in, and oh yeah, because he because the it was just exploded his blood vessels in his nose because he was coughing so hard. That was I mean one of many nights, but bro, that the chick the fillet dude. Anyway, so rewind. It was like two months in. You came hanging out every night, bro, and we go because my manager on duty was um, had he had put up. Um, a bond for his buddy, right? I think that's the story, right? Yes. What do you? Okay, so tell me what I like. Remind me because I'm 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 remembering. But what do you remember about that morning? Not a lot. Um, I remember going to the house um, and tromping in, <laughs> freaking him out. <clears throat> but um, I don't quite remember what he looks like. And I definitely don't remember, um, like, I think we took him to LCDC, but I don't remember. So now that I'm sitting here thinking about it, 
I, I think what happened was, so my manager's like, hey, do you got, because do you remember how much he paid us to do it? No, I, I want to say it was like $500. Like total, you mean like the way we split it? I think. I think you're right. I think we split like a, like we each got a hundo. But now that I'm sitting here and like it's starting to like remind me of like, so we show up at his house. I think you and um, one of the other guys that we were with go, you guys went around back and got on the deck. And me and my manager at the time, we go and knock on the dude's door, wake him up. He's like, oh, bro, what are you doing here? And he's like, you know what I'm doing here, man. You skipped on your bail. And so you guys were out back just to make sure he didn't try to run out the back right. door. So then we called the sheriff, and the sheriff came and got him and took him took him to jail. And then we went to breakfast. Do you remember where we went to breakfast that morning? Because the place we went was not a chain-style restaurant. For some reason, IHOP is sticking out. <clears throat> it was it was a good it was a silver grill cafe right on right off the port oh that's where uh, Beverly's mom used to work that place is so dope but bro I mean that was and I mean here we are delivering chicken every night right and then the manager our manager on duty is like bro you guys want to go and uh, make some money <laughs> going and rousting this guy out of bed because he he's uh, he skipped on his bed we're like um sure why not yeah that easy was, money Oh, bro, that was fun, bro. And, I mean, that I worked there. I think I worked there a total of like three years, and that was, yeah. So that was like right around um, September, October of '98. You worked there a long time. It was good money, man, and it was like it was easy because I go to work at like eight at night, and I got off at like three or four in the morning, and then you know we closed, and then I got home maybe five, and then I had the whole day, so. And I was making good tip money. So, I mean, it was easy with drunk college kids. A lot of them. Right. The bill was like eight bucks, and they give you a 20. Like, I just keep it. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> You're like, okay, cool, man. I'll definitely be back. But that, yeah, that was like 98. And that's right when the switchback was really starting to pick up because we had just, I'm sorry, was it 98? Yeah, 98. And 98. Yeah, 98. Because then we got into, um, so that Christmas we played some we gigs and we went up to uh, we went up to uh, Wheaton, Wyoming for New Year's. Do you remember that? That New Year's party we went up there. Jar and my mom, you came. Um, do you remember that? I New Year's don't. Ago? It was Man, at the gonna... CD release party. No. No, that was the following. That was in '99 into 2000. I don't remember a... going to Wyoming at all. Oh man, we went up to uh, so that was '98. The end of '98, we got booked. Jeez, that's at, terrible. Uh, a New Year's Eve party up at a bar in, in Wheaton, Wyoming, and they they gave us four hotel rooms, and then they paid us like a thousand bucks for the night. We went up there, like just tore up the bar, like it was like it was a packed bar. Came home, it, so that was in '99, and uh, I think you were yeah, I think you were either living with Daniel's mom, you and Daniel were living together at her mom's house. That for may, a while. that would make sense, and. Uh, and then that following year, um, that was when uh, the, the following year for the TP party was when X Men rented that uh, Ford Explorer for my mom, and like they were kind of dating, and like it was just a party, bro, in Laporte <laughs> yep. every night. Like we were either All the off time. with <laughs> off with Uncle with Mark, 
we were either camping, we were in Milliken hanging out with Vinoy or BJ. I think BJ had already left for the um, for the army by then. Um, yeah, but yeah, he had because we'd have been done with school. We were, um, but yeah, man, it was just like constant. So '98, summer of '98, then or summer summer of '99, and I remember I was ready to to be on my own again. I wanted to get my own apartment. So I went to X-Man, and I hit him up. I was like, hey, look, man, these apartments over here in Ramblewood, uh, the Ramblewood, oh, the Ramblehood. Damn, oh, my goodness. And I, I met that cat selling, um, what was his name? Do you remember my my first roommate before? It was right before you moved into Ramblewood. I forget his name. It's right there on the tip of my tongue. I'm trying to remember. Roger, that's right. We sold magazines together. And then I went and hit X-Man up, and I was like, bro, I need some money for a down payment so I can pay this uh, first month uh, mortgage. And X was like, yeah, man, I'll let you borrow it as long as I can come crash there whenever I want. I do remember that. So August of 99, like Switchback was like full board, man. We were playing shows every weekend. We were partying. Like we were going down to the studio on 4th Street um, because the band had moved out of their birth at home. And... You know, you were doing, um, oh, you were doing their uh, marketing their flyers, yeah. <clears throat> yep, and, I remember uh, that. I think that's when uh, what was her name? What's the little shorty? Um, uh, Tom's wife's daughter, oh, uh, Katie. Uh, Katie. Katie came from Alaska. Yep. I think you remember her, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> I was talking to her every now and then. David. Um, but no, she had come out and she was hanging out. We were, and dude, we were just gigging nonstop, man. We were playing everywhere. And if it wasn't, if we weren't playing, we were at the studios being stupid or just like stealing. fan practice. Oh, dude. Every, and it, it was Underneath like Underneath Mike's Barbershop. Right there. On, right there. Right there on the corner. Was, yep. Oh my gosh, bro. Yeah, because when we couldn't get in, when the door was locked, you go over to the west side of the building and kick the metal window. Because that was in the lounge area, so everybody heard it. So they'd send somebody up to open the door. Right. <laughs> awesome. Do you, do you remember that studio on Fourth? I do. Oh yeah. Do you remember what was in the back room? Um, I don't. I don't. I oh. remember going down there. I don't remember. I remember sitting on the couch and hanging out and uh, sitting in the music room with Tom, talking about flyers and stuff like that. Other than that, it's pretty high the whole time. Oh yeah, yeah, I I agree, and uh, yeah. So the first studio we got on fourth was was a photography studio, which had this giant room, and it was all open. And then the room across the hall, the landlord came to us and said, "Hey, this band built this professional recording studio. Uh, the band broke up. They don't have the room anymore. Uh, I'll rent it to you guys for the same amount you're renting this photography studio." But it's actually a recording studio. You guys can, you know, rehearse and record whatever you want. Um, we're like, okay. So we move over there. And it had two isolation rooms. It had an isolation booth for the sound. It had a full, uh, a full um, like, mechanic shop or, uh, you know, a, a tech shop for Jerry in the back. But in the back corner, uh, ISO booth Jerry, was a, wow. You remember Jerry? I do. Blonde Jerry. Yeah, he's wild. Oh, dude. All the time, bro, and he and he was such a uh, he was such a, an avid like he dude he was at I'd say ninety five percent of our gigs, and he became Sean's guitar tech, and he was proficient. Like at first, he 
yeah, not so well. But, I mean, he, he learned, and he learned well. He learned how to change his string. He could probably change his string in, like, 20 seconds. And we all know, all you Switchback fans know that Sean loved to bust strings. Like, that was his favorite thing to do. So, but there, but so in the back, in the back room, there was a, um, there was an altar. There was a, uh, a, ma- a Masonic altar. It was made out of cherry wood and, and red velvet. And it, the, the building owner said that when they built the studio, that they were not allowed to remove the altar out of there. They had to leave it in there and build around it. So that thing was in there still. That's a and historic monument you, then. Dude, it was creepy, bro. I mean, super creepy. But anyways. So that's where Doe and I left it off on episode seven, talking about Switchback. And uh, the next episode, we're going to pick up where uh, Doe and I moved into Ramblewood Apartments. I lived with some other guys before that, but uh, that's what, Next week's episode is going to be about and much more. So please stay tuned. You are listening to TK's A Brigade. I'm your host, TK, with my host, uh, Doughboy, a.k.a. Chris, as my co-host on this series. Check us out. Go like, subscribe, share, come be a guest. And until then, people, peace.